Hello and welcome to your podcast, Mind Your Own Retirement. It's a podcast from yourlifechoices.com.au, a place which is simplifying retirement, delivering up-to-date, independent, authoritative information and essential resources anywhere, anytime, on any device for Australians seeking affordable retirement solutions. And with me is the publisher of Your Life Choices, Kay Fallick. Hello, Kay. Hello, John. Yes, well, I tell you, I'm so impressed that at my gym, after we had a talk about health, etc., last time on our podcast, how many folks at the gym are 65 plus? Yeah. I went around and asked them all, are you over 65? <laughs> I've got a couple of smacks across the face. Um, but no. It, Particularly it, from the lady who was 45. Do you know, it's funny because I, I sit, uh, when I do my rowing machine to start my body, because apparently I have to sort of wake my body up, my gym lady told me, and I look and I'm right opposite the scales where oh. people come along and they stand and have looked down. And it's fascinating. I love it because they look down at the scales and I go, are they working today? <laughs> they go, no, they're not. <laughs> I wouldn't weigh myself in a gym. Oh, I know. well, no, yeah, a lot of people it's do. private. Have you been? I've been particularly well, but this week I was sacked. Oh, no, not David. Did he give you the flick finally? Um, if only, no. No? <laughs> I was sacked by Duolingo. Huh? Do you know who Duolingo is? is an Italian singer. I've got all the albums. <laughs> Duolingo is an app uh, oh. which is a language app. Oh, yeah. So because I am going to Italy in September... Make sure you've got the right travel insurance, please. I will. Um, I decided it's time to learn Italian, so I went on Duolingo. I did not keep up enough with the lessons. <gasps> they sent me no. an email that said, because you have Buonasera. made... Because you have made... <laughs> No progress. Oh, my Lord. There is no progress <laughs> oh to report. Oh, that will never happen on your life choices we if you go to the website. see no point in continuing. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. Is it free? <laughs> well, it was, just as well. Oh, I see. So, ciao, ciao, John. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao, Duolingo. But I've now started classes in a classroom and after my first class I asked myself driving home, Am I too old for this? Never. No, I'm not. Never too old okay. for anything. Watch this space. Somebody asked me, "What I, uh, have I encountered ageism? Mm. And uh, I, I, I personally haven't. A lot of people have, of course. But uh, you're never too old to do anything. And the no. only thing that's stopping you is the grey matter up there saying, I can't do it. Yes, you can. Okay. Well, as last night we were saying the alphabet, the Italian alphabet, not in the right order, and they were throwing a tennis ball at me to make me say the right letter. Not, not the Duolingo people. <laughs> was this your husband David doing that? No, this That's was a very a cruel class. way of doing it. This was a class. It was such fun, but it was exhausting. Anyway, dodgeball that's... Italian. Dodgeball. Goodness gracious me. <sighs> Shall we talk money instead? <laughs> oh, do we have to? Mm. Well, it does make the world go round, doesn't it? It does. And without the money, you can't do the travel. No. So, no. W all right, then let's talk money. Well, no, don't sound like that because what we're talking about is downsizing. Ah. That's interesting. Now, a lot of people are selling their houses and moving into all forms of accommodation that they don't mm. need the, the six bedrooms or the four bedrooms or whatever because mm. it's only uh, them and, and their partner. 
correct or not partner, or not as partner. the case may be. So is everyone downsizing? Well, in my circles, it feels like everyone is downsizing. Why are people downsizing? Can I give a guess? Firstly, they are realising uh, the uh, investment that they have in the property yep. and they you know, just sitting there thinking, why, why have I got all these rooms and mm. I've got all this work mm. I've got to do and the garden and everything else? Yep. I'm going to move into something that's more uh, affordable and I, I've got that cash then yep. and I can do other things. Is yep. that the first thing? More manageable. Manageable, uh, yeah. More, uh, kids have moved out, empty nester syndrome, yep. um, a lot of money tied up, definitely. But there are other ways to downsize apart from selling. Explain. Well... I live in a family home that I've been in for 30-plus years and I feel because I'm working I haven't enjoyed it enough yet. Uh I love it. Uh Um, Carry me out in a box. So I'm not a candidate. But at some stage taking out a reverse mortgage, maybe we talked about the expanded pension loan scheme. Yes. Um, It depends on your financial situation. But the big caveat on downsizing and getting a bucket load of cash. Your pension. If you are one of the 70% of Australians on a full or part age pension in retirement, you may knock yourself out from getting that part pension, say. So do your sums. Um, There's so many considerations when you're downsizing. I think the main one for many people, if we... Put the financial aside. If you've lived in the same community for many years Mm. and you're happy in your community and you know the local butcher as I do and the fruit and veg guy and the baker, it's very warm and I feel connected. And I think it's very um, challenging if we relocate. Move out of that area. And it's starting over again for many people is exciting. And good luck to you. That's great. But it's not for everyone. So maybe you have to think about your own adaptability. And also, of course, it's health issues as well, I guess, when you think of uh, are you able to look after yourself in that, that big old home or that, that home that you're in yep. right now? Yep. And perhaps because uh, there's so many varying levels and do you want to get to the point where you can't look after yourself? Or And it's so hard and I guess this is another huge segment we can do, uh, trying to convince our parents, our grandparents, whatever, to, to move into assisted care or whatever, and they say, I don't want to, and yeah. they're frightened and, yeah. and, and all the other things. And look, we're great supporters of individuals' right to make their own decisions. Um, so to see people nagged into going into some kind of retirement living complex feels wrong. Mm. But there's other considerations too, John. There's a new downsizing assets test which came in a year ago. That's got a major impact on what you can and can't do in terms of putting money into super. Um, so I think you're right. I think we, what we're doing right now is signalling a grand discussion for a longer segment. I see 
a lot of folks in Victoria, in Morris, an area that I go to quite a bit to, to do my shopping. And it's such a community. Like you said, everybody says hello on the street. Everyone knows Steve the Butcher. Everyone knows the, the great fruit shop. It's just it's a wonderful little community within that area. And uh, I could imagine a lot of the folks who are there wouldn't want to move out of that because there is that community. And goodness knows we're losing so much community as we move forward uh, in, in the years. It's uh, where everybody knew everybody in the street and looked after the kids in the street and all the rest of it. That has changed. So uh, having a sense of community is, is vital to so many of us. And the other consideration, if you have trusted health professionals and then you decide to do your yes, tree or sea yes. change, yeah. you... Have to re-establish all that. You thing, have yeah. to re-establish. But, you know, if, if people aren't particularly mobile or they need specialist health care, um, being near larger centres can sometimes be pretty handy for them. You're listening to... The Voice of Reason, Kay Fally, <laughs> Pub, publisher. Never who, been called that before in my life. Who refuses <laughs> to move out of her home um, because she hasn't enjoyed it enough after 30 years no. because she works so hard on Your Life Choices, which is a website you and your friends should be glued to, yourlifechoices.com.au. So much information there to be, to be gleaned, simplifying retirement. And this podcast is called Mind Your Own Retirement. And we'll be back to talk health after this. The investment world can be so complex, but here's the good news. Choose how your wealth is managed with Open Invest. Open Invest gives you direct access to a range of investment portfolios designed to deliver diversification, security, growth, and income through a simple online interface. You get a choice of leading investment management companies with lots of useful information and resources at no hidden costs. To get guided control of your wealth, visit openinvest.com.au. Welcome back to Mind Your Own Retirement, part of yourlifechoices.com.au. Kay Fallick is the publisher, and it's me, John Deeks, and we're speaking about health right now. And on the line, we have a very important person who's going to talk about a very important piece of Victorian legislation, which is uh, coming to force from June the 20th. And we're speaking with Janelle Ward, the digital newsroom editor from Your Life Choices. And a big hello, Janelle. Hello, everybody. How are you, John? How are you, Kay? I'm doing very well, thank you, and I'm feeling incredibly alive. <laughs> That's always a good can way I, to Can I tell you, just quickly before we get onto the serious stuff, um, uh, I, being with um, uh, Kay has made me uh, redo my will. Not not being with Kay, but you know, having spoken about your life choices, I've uh, gone and redone my will. I've also have uh, done a new. If I'm sick. The kids can look up. What is that? You know the oh, enduring yeah, or... enduring power of attorney. Yeah. Okay. Plus also the one where the financial that they could look after that as well. So, yes. Yeah. And um, so I've got the kids to sign that, and they said, "Oh, Dad, this is coming at the perfect time because the we legislation the legislation in Victoria <laughs> has uh, has just changed." I said, "How dare you, John? Have you have you also taken a, done a stock take of your red wine? Um, you know how many bottles of red wine in your cellar, so you can yeah. um, work your way through them before you're expected." Date. Well, thanks to Kay, it's expanding. <laughs> There's bribery and graft going on in this room. Let's get on to uh, a serious subject. Dying, yes. 
So here's the question, Janelle. We know that the legislation changed in Victoria, the state of Victoria, on June 20, and I I heard there were about 86 different features of the legislation. Good news, we're not asking you to tell us the 86, but is it possible for you to give us two or three pointers to what this actually means for people living in the state of Victoria? Yeah, sure. There's actually 68 inbuilt safeguards. I'm and dyslexic. No, I, I will not go through them. <laughs> but the procedure is that someone who has a terminal illness has to go to a GP of their own volition. They have to go three times to two GPs they have to show that they are expected to have only six months to live and that they are of sound mind. Um, and that's sort of the initial process to get everything started. What was announced um, recently was that how the process would work. And there are three pharmacists at the Alfred Hospital. They will be solely responsible for mixing the magic cocktail, delivering it and being on site while it is taken. Who takes it, Janelle? Is it administered or do you, uh, the the subject, do you take it? Do you actually have to be able to physically take that cocktail? If you can, you do. If, say, you have, I guess, you know, something like motor neurone disease and you are unable to actually get your hand to your mouth, it can be um, administered um, by the pharmacist. Um, I think it can be even an intravenous um, situation, but in normal circumstances, it, you would just drink it down. So, Janelle, here's another question. I heard that the diligence, um, the due diligence, if you like, that the Victorian government did by checking out similar systems around the world was formidable and that this is probably the tightest euthanasia legislation in the world. Is that correct or is that uh, government speak? No, I believe that is correct. It's, um, I think with that list of 68 um, inbuilt safeguards, it is extremely difficult. Okay. Now, you threw this topic over to our members and I, I would like to note here that if anybody at Your Life Choices knows what our members' views are, it's Janelle because she asks the questions and she reads pretty well every comment and every answer. So what do our members say on this topic? Well, in our last poll, which was towards the end of 2018 and 85% of our members were absolutely positively for the legislation. So wow. that was just overwhelming. Um, when you consider there might be, obviously, you know, a number of people with ethical and religious sort of concerns about it, but 85% is massive. So, um, yeah, it's um, going on that, it's been greatly needed probably for some time. And we've had a feature in our Sunday e-news. Peter Leith is our uh, contributor. Can you share with our podcast listeners what uh, Peter's saying about this subject? Peter feels very strongly about it, um, obviously along with a lot of other people. Um, and in Sydney, um, there was an incident where a woman was hit by a truck 
Peter chose to turn that into a short story, as only Peter can, and he created the the story of an elderly couple living together at home. She had incontinence and was really did not want to live any longer. They headed off to the uh, a busy road and she stepped in front oh. of a concrete truck. Um, and the reaction to that was, as you might imagine, there were it was there were a lot of different reactions. Um, there was a lot of concern for the concrete truck driver, but the the key reason Peter wrote that was to highlight that it should not be that hard to end your life when you've had enough. And this was his way of expressing that on behalf of of a number of um, colleagues of his. So Janelle and I had a discussion about whether that was too brutal a, a story to run on the website and we both felt really strongly that it was a service to people mm. to, in a way, shock them, yeah. not gratuitously, no. but to say there isn't a lot of choice for people in really most of the states of Australia in Victoria, there is new legislation. Um, it sounds well researched. What, what, what's happening in other states? Uh, just uh, anecdotally, I know that Andrew Denton is um, very at the forefront of trying to change legislation throughout Australia. What is the deal everywhere else? Queensland and Western Australia are still in the throes mm. of attempting to get legislation through, and we have a number of. A number of our members in WA have been keeping us up to date on that front. Um, New South Wales was recently knocked back, didn't get through Parliament. Um, Northern Territory used to have it, actually enough. Yeah, I remember that. Um, And they no longer have it and have been denied um, the right to start the process again, which is, is a bit troubling, really. Yeah. Isn't a federation crazy? Oh, look, I was going to get onto that. I thought, no, nah, let, let's not go there, girlfriend. No, I mean, it's a, no. yeah, a little bit of... Janelle Ward, Digital Newsroom Editor from Your Life Choices. Um, Janelle, a tough subject. Thank you so much for coming by on to uh, Mind Your Own Retirement and um, we'll look forward to talking to you further in the future. And if you'd want more information about this uh, very important subject, uh, then, of course, it's on the yourlifechoices.com.au website. Folks, I'd like to talk to you about Your Life Choices Pension Checker. Now, this is an easy-to-use financial tool that allows you to calculate exactly how much you should be receiving in fortnightly pension payments and supplements. It's very well priced at just $29.95 per year. Visit pensionchecker.com.au and make today the day you take control of your income with Your Life Choices Pension Checker. Welcome back to Mind Your Own Retirement. It's the podcast with Kay Fallick, the publisher from yourlifechoices.com.au, simplifying retirement in so many ways, including travel. And we have Leon, the travel king, on the line right now. Hiya, Leon. Hi, John. How are you? I'm well. Kay, where are you going to take uh, me and Leon today? I'm not taking you anywhere, Mm. John. Um, But Leon is taking both of us somewhere uh, because he's recently been to Vietnam. Oh, and he did such great grabs, some video and some podcasting from the city of Hanoi. 
Now, Hanoi is a, a fascinating place. Uh, in fact, Vietnam is a fascinating oh, wow. place. So, Leon, take us there via this podcast. So <laughs> we're going to hit the ground running, Leon, and what I think you and I agree is practical travel is the best travel. So we're at the airport. How do we get into the central business district? Uh, easy. Um, you could grab a public bus, which will set you back about 30 cents. Um, but some people, yeah, some people cool. say you might be taking your chances on the public bus, but here's the good news. A uh, minibus, similar to our sort of smaller airport shuttle services, um, it'll cost you about $1.80. Oh, it's um, so expensive, yep. mate. It's <laughs> unbelievable. And you'll get used to that in Vietnam. But uh, <laughs> uh, airport transfers from airlines are about $1.80, and a taxi should cost you no more than $20, which is, hold on to your hats, 315000 dong. Wow. So have I got 315,000 separate dong notes or dong coins in my pocket, what am I doing currency-wise? Well, I think you should just take some dong with you. US dollars are accepted, but they they prefer to take dong. Um, some people like the US dollars a little bit more, but anyway, get yourself some dong. Uh, this will uh, sort of shock you a little bit at first. Um, a dollar in Australia is about 16,000 dong. So the first time, like me, I bought a beer in a bun me and uh, was charged 62,000 dong and I went, oh, hold on. And then I worked it out that it was $3.75. <laughs> <laughs> um, a good rule of thumb is I just sort of kept in mind that 160,000 dong was about 10 Aussie dollars and I sort of did all my calculations from there. A million dong is $60. So That's a lot of dong for your dollar. It's a lot of dong. <laughs> and you can get, you know, a, 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 you can get a million dong in a couple of notes. So lots of zeros uh, can be a bit confusing, but you'll get used to it. It might take a couple of days, but you'll get used to it. Okay, we're, we're cashed up. We've arrived in Hanoi. Mm -hmm. uh, where have they put us down? Near the lake? Where, where are we? Uh, well, it depends what sort of hotel you'd like to Ex stay Explain in. the uh, topography of, uh, of Hanoi. The, explain, the, is there the good part, the bad part, the, the part you want to be or whatever? Well, you know, there's, I mean, <laughs> Hanoi, let's just say, when I first got there, I kind of, my eyes were opened very quickly. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of noisy. It's, it's, it's a change. It's, it's, it's a different place. You do get a little bit of a, I wouldn't say culture shock, but... When you hit the ground, you're kind of looking around and, and sort of there's a lot of whoa-ing going on. Um, there are sort of three main districts, I suppose you'd say. There's the Bundin district, which is kind of where you'll find the old quarter and uh, Huan Kim Lake. Uh, it's where all the sort of government buildings are. It's the sort of the political hub. You get a lot of sort of three, four-star hotels in that area. Um, you've got the French Quarter, which is on the other side of Huanquin Lake. Um, and again, government, uh, foreign embassies, government buildings. You get sort of more luxurious hotels and upmarket restaurants down there. So the other area is around West Lake. Um, and that's where all the sort of five-star hotels and, and restaurants are. Um, yeah, look, I stayed not far away from Huanquin Lake, about a 10-minute walk which is the first thing you should do in your land. And if you get there on a Sunday, even better, because they close the lake, all the streets around the lake, and they just open it up to the public. It's mm. sort of like a big party for the weekend. So, Leon, and, um, that might be the only time you can safely cross the road, because I think we need to talk about 
crossing roads in Hanoi. It's a strange place when it comes to road rules, uh, i.e. Oh, there aren't any. <laughs> um, you, every time you cross the road, you're sort of taking your life into your own hands. That's how you'll feel when you first get there, but you'll quickly sort of, sort of watch other people, how they cross the road. It's like playing, do you remember the old video game Frogger? Yes. Yes. You sort of, you just walk, take a couple of steps and then another couple and then another couple. You can't just run across the road. People will give way to you as they do to each other on their scooters and cars. There There are lights, but they're ignored. So here's a confession. When I was there, our younger daughter, Lucy, and I were too scared to cross the road. So I paid an old lady carrying pineapples to escort us across well, that'll be in the Kayfellick book, won't it? I saw that too, Kay. Um, people would walk alongside a scooter who, you know, that was crossing the road. Yes. That was, and, and they would sort of just... Oh, that's a good we'll, we'll tip. Just, yeah, hide behind the scooter as they cross the road. Look, it is a bit... Um, I, the first half an hour I was there, I freaked out. I thought, how the hell am I, I going to get to this it's place? Scary. It's <laughs> scary. It's scary. I'm just going to walk around the block. However, we get through that. So could you give us very briefly... Three things that you think are are just top-level activities or sites in Hanoi? Definitely. Uh, Like I said, get there on the weekend and do the Huan Kim Lake. It's a fantastic atmosphere. Everyone's happy and and it's just a great, great place to be on a Sunday. Uh Street food, uh, bands, buskers, performers, fantastic. And while you're there... Make sure you jump over to the uh, Nyoksan Temple on Jade Island. It's a beautiful little temple, um, very important to the Vietnamese people. Um, other big hits, uh, let's go the Single Pillar Pagoda, One Pillar Pagoda, sorry, which is um, just this, it's sort of often used as the symbol for Hanoi. It's a beautiful little single pillar pagoda um, that houses the Quan Am, her name is. A deity with a thousand hands. You go up there and you ask for a hand with your problems. Handy um, girl. She's got many to spare. And uh, let's say, look, the Ho Chi Minh uh, Mausoleum is, it's, it's impressive. There's no way I'm lining up for four hours, though, to go in and see it. And to, to, to avoid that, you've got to get there at about six or seven in the morning. Okay, Stick we'll around scratch, mid-morning scratch for the change that one. of the guard. Yeah, change of the guard mid-morning. It's still nice to see the place. And um, what are you eating? What's the one free. thing that you're desperate to eat in Hanoi? You can eat anything in Hanoi. Don't go past the bun mi. It's fantastic. What and is you'll it? find it anywhere. Uh, French bread roll mm. with um, various Yum. meats, uh, some fresh mm. greens and chilli. And, uh, look, you, you can't get them any better than in Vietnam. And, look, like I said, it's about $1.60 and it's a, it's a great feed. Brilliant. So who is offering the best deal to get to Vietnam? Maybe Hanoi, but let's say Vietnam. Um, I know you've been recently, so where would you go for a great deal? Just give us a, a travel company who we can look at. A couple of great vendors. Webjet Exclusive always have great deals to Vietnam. Terrific. Ten days, about 1700 with flights. Wow. Um, you know, 18 days for under 3000 including flights. Another place uh, I, I think is great is the Asia Vacation Group. They're yes. based in Melbourne and around the world, but... They do a 10-day highlights tour of Vietnam, including Hanoi, Ha Long, Hoi An, Saigon, uh, you know, about 1600 bucks for including flights with either Vietnam or Thai Airways. So not, you know, not 
bargain basement airlines. Leon Dalabosca, the travel editor for Your Life Choices magazine. Uh, Leon, we'll find some of your fabulous videos and uh, other talks on the website. Content is, Leon wrote a lot of articles about Vietnam and he's Content got, king. Uh, he is, he's the king of travel, let's all right. So, well, find out more. Go to yourlifechoices.com.au. Where are you off to next, Leon? Next, I'm off to Fiji, uh, end of next month. So looking forward to that. Bit of sun, bit of sailing, and um, some happy, smiley faces. Make sure you send uh, lots of photos, lots of vids, and uh, lots of talks back to uh, Your Life Choices, won't you? I shall. Thank you, Leon. We appreciate your time today. Uh, Leon Delabosca, the travel editor, amongst many other things as well, for Your Life Choices. If you'd like to know more and see Leon's uh, sites on uh, Vietnam and other places as well, just go to yourlifechoices.com.au if you're not here already. And this is Mind Your Own Retirement. We've uh, had a had a good uh, good travel. We've had some good health advice. Great we've got some travel. money advice. Oh, gosh, we've been around the world. Yeah, and uh, I, I, something I should have said to, to Leon as well, make sure you've got travel insurance, good travel oh, insurance before John. you go, especially John. if you're going to cross the road. Exactly. <laughs> Well, my love, um, you're uh, going to be doing more of your Italian classes, yes? Well, I thought this would lead back to a nugget, Chow Chow, oh. a river derci. Yeah. Gianni. Uh-huh. Not John. Giovanni. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Giovanni, is it? Mm, Giovanni. Uh, Giovanni. Yeah. So here's a nugget. Here's a question for you, John. Yep. There's been a massive change in the laws in Rome for tourists in the last couple of weeks, and there's many things you are no longer allowed to do. Pinching girls' bottoms. That was not on the list. Oh, sorry. Because the locals do that. That is why women go. Oh, no. No, no. that's inappropriate. That's an inappropriate remark. And we will take that out. No, we're leaving it in. Okay, great. Thanks. Um, (laughs) So, what What, what can't you do? What you can't do, now, would you be old enough to remember the movie La Dolce Vita? Three coins in the fountain. No, that's a different movie. Oh, is it? Uh, oh, anyway. th- and that was when... Uh, uh, Martello Franco's, Mastroni yeah, and, and was, Anita Ekberg. And dancing in, around the, in the in fountain. In the fountain. Yes, dancing in the around. Fountain. Yep. Get out of the fountain. Uh-oh. No, you can't do it. But the nugget, the nugget is how much daily in euro... Do tourists throw into the Trevi Fountain? Oh, uh, over the three coins over the shoulder that All you chuck in. All of that stuff, yeah. Oh, don't to find don't, love. Don't say it like that. Uh, to find love. Yeah, you know, say it with a bit of like yes. To find amore. That's right. Yes. I would say probably maybe a thousand dollars, a thousand euro. No, three thousand euro a day. Whoa. Five thousand Aussie dollars a day. <sighs> Nearly two million annually. Wow! Now, where does that money go? Oh, I'd say it goes uh, to restoration of the fountain or keeping it up to date. Or no, no, where's it go? It is collected mm-hmm. and it's donated to charity. Oh, that's lovely. That is nice. Does are that they, make you feel good? Are they keeping? Is there someone actually, you know, keeping a record of exactly where the money goes, or is there? A little oh, bit, uh... I think in the hands of the Italian government. <laughs> Not trying to say no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just wondering if um, you know. I'm sure, it uh, goes directly to to uh, Bellasconi. No, certainly not. No. Oh. No. Do you know every time you kiss a girl, a, a fairy dies in heaven? <laughs> 
Well, it, yeah, I, anyway, I, I can't a, comment on that. That's another story just, entirely, yeah, which we'll save. Time. Yes. Oh, dearie me. Well, um, look, it's been fun yet again. A river A river dolce to you too, my dear. And um, uh, bonasera or bonjourno, whatever time of the day it is, you're listening to this wonderful You Mind Your Own Retirement podcast. Please, if you're not on the site, tell your friends to go to yourlifechoices.com.au where you'll hear this, other podcasts, and so much more. Simplifying your retirement. We'll be back with our next podcast soon. Make sure you join us for Mind Your Own Retirement.